Welcome to the Focus 15, Episode 8, Strategies for Summer Success. During the past several decades of working with high-performing advisors, I've learned that many of them tend to be contrarian. When other advisors fall into the productivity pit of believing summer isn't the time to reach out to people, that everyone's on vacation, no one's available, people don't want to discuss planning or make decisions during the summer, the very best advisors do the opposite. They dial up the frequency of their contacts, they dial in their contact strategies and relationship roadmaps, and use this midpoint of the year to refine and in some cases re-engineer their business plan. Consistently top producers tend to be far more strategic than most people in this profession. Strategy is the process by which you plan your moves in advance. It's about bringing purposeful and consistent action into your practice. What we choose to do during this summer, or choose not to do, can lead to a fabulous fall season with a full and flowing calendar and pipeline, or it can create a slump that we desperately try to dig out of for the remainder of the year. I'm delighted to share with you this brief podcast today, really outlining several best practices for leveraging the summertime to create advances in your pipeline and ultimately in your practice. The first is, as we are now slightly past the midpoint of the year, this is a great time to do a self-audit around your practice. To really take a look at the business plan that you created at the start of the year. Yeah, you know, the one that often sits collecting dust after it's been submitted to management. I kid you, but the reality is many advisors get so busy working in their practice that they don't often invest the time to work on it. Invest the time now to look at your practice through three key lenses, your relationships, your process, and your habits. So let's start with the first one. In terms of your relationships, who are all the people that you're either investing or spending your time with? Who are the priority people? What relationships do you need to intensify or dial up? And which ones do you likely need to dial back or down? So I'd look at clients, of course, first. When it comes to your client relationships, one by one, I'd ask myself the following questions. Have you maintained consistency in your outreach? Are you educating and illuminating for them what more is possible through their relationship with you and the team? Do they truly understand the breadth of your value proposition? And how do you know that? Have you in some cases let familiarity erode clarity over time? Or are you truly remaining as curious and active in seeking to understand what's really important to them as you did when they were prospects or at the infancy of their relationship with you? Are you mapping out who they are connected to at every interaction so that you're equipped to ask for introductions? Are you both doing business and building your business through your interactions? Ultimately, is your client relationship roadmap clear and are you consistently executing on it? When it comes to your prospects, some of the questions you may consider are, are you remaining consistent in your outreach during what are often lengthy sales cycles, more frequent than not? 
Are you using a contact strategy map to plan your no less frequently than monthly outreaches so that each call is different yet advances your understanding of what and who are important to them, advances their understanding of what's possible through their relationship with you and advances your connection factor? Have you determined at what stage of the pipeline you're experiencing the greatest stalls? Might there both be patterns and ultimately controllable factors there? This is a good time of year to also remind prospects why they started speaking with you in the first place. That may seem like a, an odd thing to say, but the reality is with such long sales cycles, people can forget over time really why they started the conversation. They can forget the emotion, the urgency around that. And they started to speak with you not because they were bored or lonely, right? They had a want or a need that they were looking for help with. Remind them of that. Confirm if it remains and create appropriate urgency to act before year end. Get it crossed off their mental list. For external COIs, it's really easy to get stuck in what I call the popular versus purposeful zone in COI relationships. Lots of COIs will have lunch or coffee with you as you're all quite engaging. But if the relationship isn't advancing from a business perspective, now is the time to better determine both appetite and fit and either better align expectations and a commitment to a path forward or determine that your attention is better invested elsewhere. Don't let that go another six months without that clarity, without that commitment. Remember, what you do with your time and who you do it with determines ultimately what you'll achieve with your talent. In terms of your process, this is a great time of year to look at what elements of your process need to be adjusted. The reality is, even for the very best of the best, by midpoint of the year, most advisors I work with will admit that both their discipline around their priority management, so how they use their time, and the consistent execution and preparation around their contact strategies begin to fall short of, let's say, the optimal zone. So take a look at your calendar. Is next week, is the week following representative of an action plan that will fill and flow your pipeline and drive relationships forward? Not asking if you're busy, but is it representative of an action plan, purposeful action plan that's going to fill and flow all stages of your pipeline and drive your relationships forward? Have you blocked time to move opportunities into and through each stage of the pipeline? Do you have sufficient time blocked to prepare to do these things well? Do you have focus time booked? As many of you have heard me say, your calendar drives your pipeline. Your pipeline becomes your practice. So calendar or priority management is absolutely, in my opinion, the bedrock of a successful and sustainably successful practice. Another element related to your process is your contact strategy. We won't spend much more time for the purpose of this podcast on this, but here's the reality. 
it doesn't require extensive research to know that ignoring people isn't the best way to advance relationships. Dial in and dial up the frequency, the method, and the message around your relationship touches. Use the four types of calls, the update, update, future methodology, and all of the thought leadership that you have access to as tools, as conversational catalysts, not just things to send out or share. Finally, your habits. At this roughly midpoint of the year, assess whether your habits are still propelling you forward or are some creating interference factors to your success? Have you maintained good habits around how you'll start your day? Are you starting proactive or reactive? Are your habits regarding how you prepare consistent? Have you developed the habit of turning things that work well for you into reusable models for success? Again, this is the time of year people often describe as entering into the summer slowdown or summer slump. But slumps happen when we operate without a plan and without consistent execution of the agreed upon plan. So in the roughly 40 business days left in summer, I hope you will use your time wisely, proactively, purposefully, and tenaciously to reach out to all of your clients, prospects, partners, COIs, and advocates to create a calendar come September 5th that is filled, absolutely filled with high quality appointments and conversations. The discipline isn't always easy, but the choice is simple. Succumb to a summer slowdown or create summer success. Make sure you have absolute clarity around your action plan. Ambiguity is the enemy of productivity. Execute well.